1: Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. And welcome once again to the Larry Rosenthal
2: Show, Making Money Sense. And here he is, Larry Rosenthal himself. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, Chris, and how are you today? I'm singing in the rain today, huh? <laughs> Singing in the Rain. That's huh? a great song. You should sing it for us.
3: That's a great play. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, I uh, last Christmas we were up in Wisconsin visiting some family members, and we went to a play, Singing in the Rain. Yeah, it's, a, it's an outstanding Broadway it play. A, for, you yeah, know. it was a it was a musical. It was wonderful. It was really great. Yeah, The movie's it. not bad either. So. Boy, you talk about throwing us back into the old school, huh? Real quick. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll take you back. Yeah, good deal, good deal. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Here on this uh, wonderful spring kind of wettish weekend, a little bit, but uh, we'll get through this, and the sun will come out again. I'm f- I'm sure about that. That's another song. The sun will come out. Okay. Sorry. Oh yeah. There you go. Here we go. Boy, we got sports stuff going on before the hand, fighting for the mic and, and now you're singing. Okay. Come That's on in here. Thing. Come on in here and sing, Bob. Okay. There you go. There you go. Hey, well, you know, each week we start the show off with kind of what's going on in the markets and the economy and take a look back and try to look down the road and around the corner with all of that. And it's being it's earning seasons now. For those of you that wonder what's earning season, what's it all about, you know, every quarter, January, February and March, um, S&P 500 or publicly traded companies, have to report their earnings at the end of each quarter. And so now in April and May, companies are starting to report. And that sort of gives an indication of what they're doing as far as their business goes, their profitability. You know, people, remember, people buy stock based off of the future earnings of a corporation. And so right now, there's been about 82 companies out of the S&P 500 that have reported through through, uh, beginning of last week or the other day, April 20th. And seventy four point four percent have exceeded their analyst expectations. This is according to Lipper, nice. Lipper studies. That's above the long term average of sixty four percent of the fourth and and the fourth quarter average of 71 percent. So bottom line is, it looks like first quarter earnings are coming in stronger than anticipated, which is good news. For for the the markets and the economy. So you know when you sit back and you take a look at you know quote unquote reading the tea leaves, what's happening in the marketplace, what's happening in the economy, you want to stop and and, and look at all these different things. And and right now our firm is focusing on three main key points. What is the Federal Reserve doing? with you know their communication what are they saying what are they looking at as far as telecasting uh, or uh interest future interest rate uh, increases we're also looking at um <clears throat> fiscal policy the different things that that the Trump administration is trying to do which we're going to talk a little bit about that in a moment and then the third thing is corporate earnings and so far Things look pretty good on the corporate earnings side of things. So we should probably see, you know, the market is looking for new leadership. The market's, the market's looking for, you know, which way are we going to go? It's sort of taking a breath now. When, when President Trump was elected, the financials took off and and they've they've come back a little bit and and they're sort of taking a rest and then the market over the last three or four weeks has just sort of taken a breather a little bit, if you will, waiting for earnings and so far earnings are coming in nice, but you know we still have a handful of weeks to go on all this to to see flipping over to the fiscal side of the house you know the there's talk about. Um, you know, retooling the tax code, both both corporate and, and individual. And that, you know, there's talk now that that may be delayed past August or it may come out in August. Uh, but, you know, there's there's all kinds of talks. So when you take a look at some of the things on the fiscal side, um, uh, infrastructure build out, health care reform, individual and corporate tax reform, as well as trade, you know those those types of things are going to play a role into the economy as well. So those are the three things that we're studying right now and watching. And and you know the market's looking for new leadership and new opportunity going forward and tying all three of those things together. So bottom line, Chris, people again need just very simple, basic rules of of blocking and tackling. Stay diversified. Keep your fundamentals in place. Make sure that your risk tolerance. Uh, your investments, rather, match up with your risk tolerance and your income needs. So things look pretty good going forward. How much of the uh, geopolitical impact of all of these saber-rattling things
2: happening around the world is giving to the uncertainty in wall street these days
3: you know you always want to have concern about about that when people as you put it call saber rattling going on but you know wall street you know the markets have sort of shrugged off um you know a lot of that geopolitical speak of of the last couple of weeks right now and and um you know we'll just have to wait and see what happens and you know hopefully god willing no nothing happens with 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 all of that but right now it, it doesn't seem to be a concern uh when it comes to the markets well, that's good news. Yep, absolutely. Hey, let's take a quick break and open up the phone lines. Give us a ring here this morning with any of your financial planning or investment questions. If you have questions on estate planning, taxes, rates of return in the market, the Fed, whatever you're, whatever's on your mind this morning, give us a ring at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 Rose 123 or 855 767 3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense Larry Rosenthal Show, and I'll be back in a moment. You are
1: listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment.
4: Hi, this is Norm Allen, inviting you to join me every week or every day on the Out of the Norm Show on American Lifestyle Media. It's stories about people, places, things, and events from all across America. Plus, there's great programming such as Freedom of Thought with political viewpoints. There's Expedition Texas, sports, and music programs to fit every family interest. We're growing right now, and we want to invite you to join us by going to watch.americanlifestylemedia.com on any device or subscribe on your Roku channel store. And right now, for a limited time, it's only 99 cents per month. So simply go to watch.AmericanLifestyleMedia.com and American Lifestyle Media on your Roku channel store. American Lifestyle Media. We're caretakers of the American spirit.
2: You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal show. If you'd like to dial in and ask any questions about your finances, now's a great time to get on that telephone. The phone number here is 855 767 3123. That's 855 Rose 123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert here in studio. Larry?
3: Chris, this past week I had a blast. I was um, invited into. Uh, church to do some biblically-based financial planning. Oh, yeah, in. yeah, yeah,
0: that's right.
3: <clears throat> and it was a lot of fun. We did a whole class. We did actually two seminars this past week, one on estate and charitable giving, and then another one on basics of fundamental, you know, financial fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And I went through, and uh, one of the things that we taught was nine reasons people fail financially in retirement. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to bring that on the radio show here because it's some good stuff, and especially for people that are... You know, you, you you listen to the title of this, of what I put together here, Nine Reasons People Fail Financially in Retirement. Well, some people look at that and go, well, I'm not in retirement, so I don't have to worry about it. And <laughs> other people go, well, wait a minute, I'm already retired, and, uh, you know, uh, that this isn't going to be any, any news to me. But wait a minute, we got stuff on both sides of that retirement line here. So nine reasons people fail financially in retirement. What do you think the number one reason people fail? They don't have enough money. actually that's part of it but it's procrastination chris (laughs) okay people procrastinate they procrastinate in a couple of different areas one is the education of of do i need to start saving when should i save how should i save what should i save in right Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. about my spending and things like that so procrastination especially when it comes to understanding it. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little while. But, but you know, procrastination is is probably the top reason in all types of these surveys that are out there on why people feel that they're short for college funding or short for, you know, vacation planning or, or with, with their revenue or short for retirement planning. But procrastination is, is the number one thing. You know the procrastination conference uh, has been canceled the last three years in a row?
2: Yeah, I heard about that. Postponed, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> boom boom. <tsh. laughs> but the second reason people fail financially is the failure to set clear financial goals and objectives. And we've talked about that for years and years on this on this show uh when I go on television and and in my seminars and to clients. It's very important that you set clear financial goals and and one of the 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 when you start talking to people I have found this when 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 people start talking about you know well what do i want to do and things like that they 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 sort of get a block on how do i start writing down my goals what do i start doing and and when it comes to retirement planning what i have found and what i've told people to do over the years and this seems to work very very well and if you haven't done this you might want to consider doing this, something like this it sounds a little little crazy as far as an exercise goes, but it's really one of the things that's really going to enable you to really get a good clear vision and grasp what you want your retirement to look like. And that is just just take a pencil and paper and write down what your vision is of retirement, what your expectation is of retirement. Don't worry about math. Don't worry about the numbers or anything like that. Don't worry about, oh, I want to have five grand a month or anything like that that's not what i'm talking about just write down your vision what would you like it to be like would you you know we're talking like, lifestyle here mostly? i'm talking I'm, I'm talking lifestyle minus money okay okay don't bring money into this part of the equation just give yourself a vision give yourself something to grasp on give yourself something that that makes you feel good you know how uh, an, an example would be you know, my, my retirement vision would be to uh, live in an area where there's cool mountain air, you know, um, you know, a lake to, to, to fish in, you know, that type of stuff. You know, paint, paint the picture on what you would like to have happen. Don't talk, don't worry so much at this stage of building a financial plan about money and, and, and taxes and, and insurance and all that kind of stuff, but... Once you sort of start painting this picture, you'll be really able to, you know, get a good feel for what you really want. You and you and your spouse, and and things like that. Do you want to be near your kids? If 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 you're one of a, you know, if you want to live in the mountains, that type of thing. But your kids are, are city folk, right? You know, how do you how do you want to deal with that? Do you want to be able to travel back and forth or, or have a condo there? Think a helicopter, maybe a little. Jet. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But but when you're talking about setting clear financial goals, take the money equation out of the conversation and just talk about your vision of what it is that you want to have. Because then the next thing that people need to do when it comes to establishing their their goals and plans is to actually build out the plan. But you first have to have this sort of vision written out a little bit or in your mind's eye, okay. And and everybody's finish line is completely different from everybody else's, and everybody's desires and things are are, are different on where they want to live and what they want to do with their spare time and and their you know their newfound freedom. I was meeting with a client earlier this week who retired. Uh, a couple of months ago, and he hit me with the same thing that I hear time and time again, Chris. It's it's so funny, okay? And And his statement was, Larry, I don't know how I was able to do all the things I've done with work getting in the way because I'm so busy right now with no job that my days are completely filled up, you know? And and that's a wonderful, wonderful thing to. to but to doing things do. that he w- that he wants to do, that he loves. To yeah, do. he's doing things that he wants to do. He's volunteering and he's working at church and he's doing this and he's doing that. You know, probably and, not stuck on ninety five in traffic. Going to no, not at all, not at all. But his point was, you know, with all the years of work and all the hours of work, he had no idea how he was able to do all the other things he did. Mm-hmm. Now that he's not working, his day's so filled up, he's like, I don't even have time for a job. You know, and so yeah, and so that's that's my point is I hear that quite often when people really sit down and really plan this out. Sounds a little hokey, but. But trust me, it, it really works. You know, in your financial plan, that's those are the ways that you need to start thinking about it. Not necessarily on the money end of it, but thinking about the lifestyle, thinking about those types of things. Do you know what what is it that you'd like to 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 start doing? You know, maybe you've always desired to take piano lessons and you now's the time you want to start doing that. Put that into your vision there. And and the third reason people fail financially, Chris, is the failure to establish plans to meet these goals. Now we're going to get a little bit more down into in, into the weeds, into the money, and, and all this kind of stuff. So, so, so there you are. So now let's 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 sort of reverse engineer this scenario. You've got your vision written out or, or thought out on where you want to live and how you want your lifestyle to be like, you know, three days a week you want to go do this volunteer thing, and one day you want to go over there, maybe you want to umpire Little League baseball games or whatever it may be, right? Now we've got to start attaching ourselves a time frame and, and tax scenarios and how much do we need to save, how much are we going to have to live off of, bottom line is to build out a financial plan. Go to my website larryrosenthal.com. I, I get lots and lots of hits on this larryrosenthal.com. And on the first page, right there, you'll see a video of what a properly structured financial plan actually looks like, how it functions, the way it works, the way it keeps things updated for yourself. You know, our financial plan updates the 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 assets and liabilities, the cash flow, and things like that every single evening. So when when you are um uh, build the plan properly, that's what you'll be able to see. You'll be able to go in and see how you're on pace each and every week, each and every day. If you wanted to, don't do that to yourself, obviously, but it'll <laughs> enable you to to stay on track with that stuff. And, and uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, I'm going to dive into some of the components of a financial plan so that you don't end up uh, falling short. So give us a ring here at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. you listen to Making Money Sense. We'll be back in a moment.
1: You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More
3: making money sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Tarot at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his loan first program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller. Your loan is already pre-approved, and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571 490-7117. That's 571 490 for your loan-first pre-approved certificate, 571 490 or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan-first certificate. Call Troy Tarot at McLean Mortgage, 571 490 Troy Tereau and McLean Mortgage Corporations, NMLS, number
2: 5618 and 99665. You are listening to The Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to dial in to talk to Larry on the radio right now, you can do so. We have some lines available for you. He'll answer any of your financial questions. The phone number is 855-767-3123. 855-ROSE-123. Larry, I was just going to ask you a quick question. I mean, is it spring break this week? For most people, I think it is, isn't it? It's been a spring um, break.
3: Yeah, last week and this week, so yeah.
2: Yeah. Anybody? Any uh, plans? Did you do anything fun for your spring break, or did you have one? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, our family does things each year, different things. Nice. Uh, you know, with uh, the sports and stuff going on, uh, we're hanging around that. Well, you are a sports Absolutely. family, that's for sure. You like this? Yeah, yep, with the kids. So. Yeah, yeah. So. great. Yeah, hey, great. so, so dig- digging down into the third reason people fail financially, that's the failure to establish plans to meet their goals in order to build out the financial plan, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, you want to get a listing of your inventory, you know your, your assets, liabilities, cash flow, debts, things like that. And then just start taking a look, put it into a financial planning software. You know, If you want, you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, shoot us off an email. We'd be happy to send you out the financial planning toolkit. We've sent out thousands of these. Or give us a call, and we'll, we'll be happy to send you out these toolkits. There's no cost for them. And it will basically give you the material you need to start building out your financial plan. The fourth reason, Chris, people fail financially in retirement is the unwise use of credit. And what's interesting about credit is is there's, there's – people need to understand the different types of credit or, 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 or debt. There's three types of debt, <clears throat> bad debt, good debt, and necessary debt. Bad debt is debt that – You know, it's the new big screen TV, right? It's it's not thirty five hundred dollars. It's, you know, fifty nine dollars a month or whatever it might be. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're paying non deductible interest uh, on on your credit cards or or your department store cards or whatever it may be. That's bad debt. Necessary debt. Is debt? It's viewed a little differently. It's debt to try and advance yourself or advance an asset. Maybe, maybe it's it's a, uh, a college loan to to get further education or a, a, a you know a new computer or or sometimes even a dependable form of transportation to get to and from work. That may be necessary debt, but that doesn't mean you need to be driving a Bentley either, right? Um, <laughs> oh man, but, you're, you're thinking you're thinking inside my head there. There you go. There you go. And then good debt is debt that the interest is actually tax deductible like mortgage interest or if you're a business owner, you know, uh, a self uh, you know um uh, get a loan to buy new equipment. Uh the interest on that is is deductible. So so there's three types of debt there and unfortunately what we've what we've started really seeing is people are 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 not necessarily purchasing items they're purchasing Payments, in other words, they're oh, they're yeah. going into the stores, the car dealerships, and they're saying, you know, what can I get for for four hundred and fifty dollars a month? You know, that type of thing, because that's what I can afford. Well, you know, we we need to stop thinking that way. That's how the credit issuers want us to be thinking about you know so so it's funny when you go back and you look about different generations buying things with cash buying things on time and then buying things you know with 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 more and more credit cards and things like that so well there's you know, the minimum payment on those credit
2: cards too right you just if you just make that minimum payment then your interest will kill you over time so that's
3: it most likely will yeah that's, yeah. that's exactly correct it most likely will and i tell you you know a lot of a lot of courses. Uh, I've known a lot of people that have gone through the Dave Dave Ramsey courses, and they've mm-hmm. just done wonderful, wonderful things about you know paying off their debt uh, over over time. You build out a plan, and you do it, and then you you form a habit of not getting into it anymore. And it's pretty interesting stuff when it when it comes to it all. So, unwise use of credit can impede somebody's cash flow in retirement. And one of the things here that I was pointing out. The class I was teaching last week is that the um, uh, a lot of people will, will have their pre-retirement income. Let's suppose their pre-retirement income, let's say, is $7,000 a month. And then the, w- when they look to move into retirement income, their retirement income might be $4,000 a month estimate. But what they have found is that there's a lot of debt that's being paid for or, or sort of um, serviced, right? Brushed over or serviced. That's a great, great, great uh, analogy there. Um, serviced based off their pre-retirement income. So you really have to sort of take a look down the road and around the corner a little bit as to you know what are my my mandatory expenses going to be in retirement. And is my retirement income going to be large enough to cover that, and if not, then how am I going to infuse cash into my checking account each month for my savings and investments in order to cover these needs? Just some basic stuff, but a lot of overlooked things uh, when 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 it comes to it so make sure that you have a plan there and, and especially a lot of people when they when they 're thinking about retirement. You know, one of the things comes up of, you know, are we going to move? Are we going to stay in the same house? Should we have the house mortgage? Should we have the house paid for? Uh, so that's a big, big conversation when it comes to, to retirement planning, as well as your Social Security and or your pension selections are two of the largest financial decisions that most people make in their entire life. So uh, unwise use of credit, failure to establish financial plans, a couple of, couple of reasons there why people fail financially in retirement years. Next one here, Chris, number five, is the lack of understanding about what money can do for them. In other words, how does money work? You know, How does money actually grow for us? Well, what do we do? Bottom line is this. Start thinking about this. We need to get a net. In order to get a net 2% realized rate of return, we have to subtract out a couple of things. We have to take our gross rate of return and subtract out taxes and inflation. And today, if you're in a if you're in a 25 percent tax bracket, and you're looking at a three percent inflation rate, you need to earn 6.75 percent on your money just to net a two percent realized rate of return after taxes and inflation. And people don't understand this because I mean they, they you can we cannot afford to lose to taxes and inflation. Stop and think about this for a second. What's, what is the, the largest expense in any investment that, that people have? Taxes, taxes, taxes. That's exactly right. Taxes, either while it's growing or when you pull it out. There's no doubt about that. And, and take a look at inflation. Since 1914, inflation has averaged 3%, okay, roughly right around 3%. So that means that if you're, if you're 40 years old and you make $100,000, that means when you're 63, you need to have 200000 coming in just to maintain the same purchasing power that you had at age 40 with $100,000. Now, check this out. That 63-year-old, when they're 86, has to have $400,000 coming in in income just to maintain the same purchasing power that they had when they were age 40. That's based off of a 3% historical average rate of inflation. People say, well, eighty six, Larry, I'm not worried about that. Well, guess what? That's the fastest growing demographic in the US is plus eighty five right now. Is that a yearly inflation rate increase? Yeah, if you look at the, the average. Year? No, no, no. If you look at the average, since nineteen fourteen, it's been about three percent. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, right now inflation's a little bit lower than that, obviously, Chris. But yet at the same time, I think over that span of time, 30, 40 mm-hmm. years, we'll come back to the to the mean again. And so when you stop and look about your, your, the, the subtraction of purchasing power and then add taxes on top of that, it's very important to start thinking about after-tax rates of return, after-tax spendable incomes, after because all of our expenses are after-tax. They're not pre-tax. They're after-tax, right? So the only dollars that we could use to pay them is after-tax money. Yeah. So we need, to, we need to net out. Our tax rate and then inflation our purchasing power loss uh, that's our realized rate of return that we're going to get and we need to get a two percent realized rate of return and then we'll be fine assets will continue to grow doesn't take much but it takes an understanding of how to build this and how to really take a good solid look at it so lots involved in it you know we, we if you want to get a listing of the nine reasons people fail financially I'd be happy to send it out to you give us a ring at eight five five Rose one two three or simply go to my website Larry Rosenthal, Dot com there and don't forget to click on the video there on the front page about all the different or about how a financial plan should actually look and and and, and get structured for yourself so let's take a quick break chris and uh give us a call here at 855 rose one two three that's 855-767-3123 back and more with the larry rosenthal show making money sense
1: you are listening to making money sense live with larry rosenthal Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More making money sense in a moment.
5: Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for, the dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction for more information about youth for tomorrow call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org you can help turn a negative into a positive call 703-368-7995
3: or go to youthfortomorrow.org housing prices and interest rates have started to move up this may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Tarot at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller. Your loan is already pre-approved, and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan-first pre-approved certificate, 571-490-7117, or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan-first certificate. Call Troy Tarrou at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Tereau and McLean Mortgage Corporation's NMLS number 5618 and
2: 99665. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert here in studio Taking your telephone calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. If you'd like to get a copy of the uh, topic today, The Nine Different Ways People Fail Financially, you can do that by dialing that number during the week. Or if you'd like, you can go to the website, LarryRosenthal.com. Hey, Larry, I was just going to talk to you a minute about a concern that a lot of people have been talking about, and that is that we are living way too long, and the planning becomes more difficult, when you think thinking about it, you're also actually planning for retirement almost as long as you've worked, in your working days. Anymore. Isn't that a neat thing? Yeah, it is neat.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that's that's coming out definitely. There's no doubt about that. And and stop and think about this. You know, where is your retirement income going to come from? Social Security, maybe a pension. Okay, um, possibly working after retirement. And then from your own savings and investments, right? Right, you got to put that together. And so now you're you're thinking about, okay, I've got to deliver income to myself for 20, 30, maybe 40 years in some cases based off of the stock and bond market and the economy as it goes through cycles, ups and downs and ins and outs and all that kind of stuff. Planning is definitely something that needs to take place. And that's one of the things, too, that you want to make sure that you're – You know, your advisors have have younger advisors working with them that can take over for them when they retire one day. And you're still in your 70s and 80s needing financial planning and things. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely important. So, hey, you know, we want to move into this next part. Failure to understand and apply our tax laws is the sixth reason people fail financially. But, you know, one thing that that makes it very, very simple. To understand and apply our tax laws is this is uh, what the Lord said in Luke twenty twenty five and he said on, and he said to them then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's pretty simple right pay your taxes <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go pay your taxes so yeah. let's take a look at it you know our tax code Chris the first two thirds of our tax code explain how the government can legally take taxes from us. Okay, that's fine. I get it and understand it. But the bottom third of the tax code says how we can legally minimize or, in some cases, avoid those taxes. So we need to understand and apply our tax laws. You know, when, when we when we go ahead, and I've talked about this before, tax allocation strategies, when we're looking to invest money, we, we have to understand that the IRS views our money through four different tax lenses, taxable, taxable. Then you're, uh, you know, meaning that each year that your money's growing, you're paying taxes on the interest and capital gains and dividends and things like that. Then the second lens would be your retirement plans, the government TSP or 401Ks or 403B plans, where you are receiving a tax deduction to place the money into the plan. So it's a pre-tax retirement plan. While the money's in there, it grows tax-deferred. However, when the money comes out, you have to pay taxes on it. The third way is, is a way where you put the money into a plan, and it grows tax-deferred, but you're not getting a deduction for that. Okay, um, In some plans, you can put excess money into your 401K. You don't get a tax deduction, but it does grow tax-sheltered uh, or tax-deferred. And then tax-exempt or tax-free, obviously, is good as well. So, so you know, those are the things that you want to understand is how the IRS really looks at our, our um, uh, money through four different tax buckets. So we've heard of asset allocation. You know, make sure you're investing in different things in different places, small company stocks, international bonds, large company stocks, whatever it may be. Now we have tax allocation as well. We want to make sure that we have money spread around across the tax spectrum so that we can have some tax-efficient income during our retirement years. Uh, Very, very important to understand that. So stop for a moment and think to yourself in your mind's eye, how much money have you saved in retirement plans? Get that number, and now here are the rules of it. You control 100% of it. You get to make the decisions on where you invest that money, how you invest it. But you only own about 65% of it because when those dollars come out in retirement years, you have to pay taxes on them. And money comes out of retirement plans only three times in life. One, when you run out of other tax – better tax money because now you're going to have to start taking out your pre-tax dollars. Or at age 70 and a half when you're forced to take money out because of required minimum distributions. Or the third time is when (coughs) – excuse me – is when you pass. And then the money goes to a beneficiary, spouse, non-spouse, charity, whatever it may be. So those are the only three times in life, really, that money comes out of your retirement plans. Um, and, then, you know, then you have to pay the taxes. So that's why you want to have a tax balance in retirement years, some money on the pre-tax side, some money on the Roth tax-free distribution side. Makes a lot of sense there. It's a so, balanced uh, area. You just keep it balanced It's a balanced board, approach. Right? And, hey, you know, now that tax day is over with or, or tax <laughs> filing day is over with, yeah. It becomes Roth conversion season now. You know, this is when everybody starts taking a look at, about converting their Roth IRAs. It's the best time to do it. It is, and and so one of the things that I, that I want to point out to you is if you're looking at converting a Roth, a traditional IRA money into a Roth IRA, make sure you sit down and do it with a proper calculator. But more importantly, next year when you do this. Make sure you file an extension because if you file a tax extension, then you have until October 15th of your following year to recharacterize back the Roth conversion. Let me give you an example of this. So let's suppose you have $100,000 in a traditional IRA and you want to convert, let's say, $50,000 of it into a Roth. So you move that fifty thousand into a Roth. Now all that money drops onto your tax return for the following year, and it's taxable income to you. Okay. So now going into next tax season, tax uh, uh, you know April of two thousand and eighteen, you owe an extra you owe an extra tax on the fifty thousand dollars that you convert. Well, by simply filing an extension next year. You can you can wait until October fifteenth of two thousand and eighteen and recharacterize it back, and make like the conversion never went never happened to begin with and get a refund. Here's what here's the scenario. Suppose you can re suppose you convert it in this example, and then all of a sudden the fifty thousand turns into thirty five thousand because the market went down. Now essentially you're paying tax on money you no longer have, right? Mm-hmm. So, why would you do that? You can recharacterize it back and make it go away? A lot of people don't know that that's exactly right so when when people do do roth conversions, I suggest that you look at doing an extension on the other hand, suppose the fifty thousand turns into sixty five thousand right and now you're paying tax on fifty thousand, but you have sixty five sitting in the tax free roth i r a go ahead and file right so 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 that's one of the the benefits that the tax code gives us when we want to go ahead and convert from traditional IRA monies over to a Roth IRA uh, is the ability to file an extension and say, give me a do-over. I don't want to do this anymore. Turn it around. Reverse it. Now, the deal is you have to pay your tax by by April 15th but if you recharacterize it in the following year that's when you get your refund back and and settle it all up. So it does give you an opportunity to sort of give you a little rear view mirror Monday morning quarterback-ish type of a scenario when you're looking to convert uh or or not to convert for for that matter. So kind of interesting, but it is it does seem that that a lot of people that want to convert Roth IRA, traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs tend to do it right after the t- the uh the tax filing de- deadline. So Kind of interesting there. Mm-hmm. The seventh reason people fail financially in retirement is the failure to prepare for the unexpected. Well, what's the unexpected? Usually it's insurance needs, you know? Like long-term disability or something. Long-term like that. disability, long-term care, adequate amounts of life insurance, proper health insurance, mm-hmm. proper auto, homeowners, umbrella liability insurance, all that type of stuff, okay? Okay all that type of stuff failure to prepare for the unexpected. And and so it's important that you make that you sit down and take a look at at uh, all of your insurance needs. Especially people and I see this a lot and this is sort of a blind spot in a lot of people's financial planning is you know when they're when they're 40 45 years old or so they go out and they buy a a big 20 year term policy, term life insurance policy. I get that and understand it and I see the need for it. Okay, but now all of a sudden they're facing retirement at 60, 62, 65, whatever it may be, somewhere in that area, and they're sitting there going, you know, I, I, I still think I need to carry some life insurance, but this old-term policy of mine's only going to last a few more years before the pricing on it goes way, way up. What do we do? And I see that situation a lot with people. So it's difficult when you're in your 30s and 40s to say, okay, am I going to need it down the road? The answer is usually no, I don't. But some people end up still wanting it for different reasons or still needing it for other reasons. Well,
2: wouldn't it be smarter if you're earlier on in life getting into a whole life or something like that
3: where you've paid it off altogether at the end? You don't, yes. You, in, in, in my opinion, it is. But the problem is earlier early along in life, Chris, people don 't have the dollars uh, to really go about doing that so so that 's one of the uh, uh you know the big issues when it when it comes to that too so making sure that you you prepare for the unexpected, looking at your insurance um, package, I guess, and by package I mean all of it your auto your home your liability you know your umbrella policy. Disability insurance, long-term care, and that's just a big debate these days, too. Do you need long-term care with as expensive as it is and with the rates going up? A lot of people are saying, you know, do I really need it? They're questioning it. And, and here's sort of a rule of thumb on long-term care, which is, you know, the purpose of long-term care is twofold, basically. One is to provide cash for the person who's in need of the long-term care services. And then second is to protect the estate for the survivor members of the family due to long-term care expenses. So if you if you don't have a lot of assets to protect, you may not need it. On the other hand, if you have a large, large amount of assets, you may not need it as well there because maybe you can self-insure. So there, there's there's two traditional types of there's two types of policies these days. There's the traditional types of policies where it's just long-term care insurance, it has a COLA associated with it, and the premiums, they're subject to go up. Then there's the life-slash-long-term care insurance type of a combination policy. The premiums are locked in, guaranteed never to go up, um, but the policy doesn't have a cost-of-living adjustment to it. So pros and cons there, and so you have to sort of put on your, you know, your quote-unquote financial planning hat and ask, you know, how much long-term care – and um, expense risk, do I want to actually insure? So the the life insurance, the long term care insurance area, when it comes to preparing for the unexpected in your financial plan, Chris, uh, one of the nine reasons people fail financially in retirement, is is definitely something to really take a good solid look at and sit down and program you, your spouse, the advisor, talk about you know what are your needs with the insurance. If you get a a proper insurance policy, it can cover you throughout life um, for for different needs because people's needs change. A lot of times it's the I love my my family type of life insurance policy that Mm, I need. Legacy, right? Legacy, exactly. Protect income should something happen. And then all of a sudden you get to retirement and you're going, well, I don't need it for that reason anymore, but I'd like it because now I've got all this tax-infested money in my retirement plans. When I pass, it's going to come out. People are going to pay taxes on it. So now maybe the life insurance proceeds can come in and offset some of that or simply pass it on, change the beneficiaries, pass it on to kids, grandkids, whatever it may be, and, and cover some college funding or, or different things like that. Uh, even going into, uh, you know, change the beneficiary around to a charity, to your church. You know, it's very easy for, for people to, to – um, and this is one of the things that, that I was teaching in this um, uh, charitable class that I was doing at, at, at my church the other day, which is it's very easy for people, if you wanted to, just to change, you know, on your retirement plan, um, make, make, make your church 10% of the beneficiary of your retirement plan assets and uh, buy some life insurance to give tax-free dollars to your heirs. You know, give 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 your give your heirs the tax free money, and 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 allow the nonprofit or the church, who's tax exempt, receive the taxable ah, dollars. It's kind of a smart little twist there. It is a very smart little twist, and it and it and it works very very well. When you stop and you take a, take a good look at it all, and there's different ways to go about doing that. Remember, our tax code again. We're talking about applying our tax laws. Our tax code explains how the government's going to collect from us, but it also explains how we can minimize and benefit others, heirs as well as mm-hmm. charities. So, hey, you're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring here at eight five five ROSE one two three. That's 855-767-3123. Back in a moment with more Making Money Sense.
5: You're listening to The Larry Rosenthal Show on 105.1 FM WAVA.
4: Hi, this is Norm Allen from the American Lifestyle Media Network on Roku and on Web TV. You know, America has always been the home of the brave, especially in business, where stepping out to create business and services is a bold move. American Lifestyle Media is one of those ventures. We provide Internet streaming programming on Web TV and Roku and all devices. You can subscribe today and be informed and inspired on the Out of the Norm Show, Expedition Texas, Young Country, Built on the Blues, and Freedom of Thought. It's television programming designed for you and your family. Just go to watch.americanlifestylemedia.com. That's watch.americanlifestylemedia.com. We hope you'll take advantage of our special 99-cent-per-month introductory offer, only for a limited time. American Lifestyle Media. We're caretakers of the American spirit. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big?
5: Nonprofit organization called STARS Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life?
2: Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise?
5: Now you can be part of something that brings hope.
2: What we do is we actually. Pay for the school fees.
5: For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year.
2: We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the, the uniform, that whole thing.
5: Call now 703 201 2494. Or go to starschildrenafrica.org.
2: For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school.
5: 703 201 2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703 201 2494.
2: You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show Making Money Sense. If you'd like to dial in, we've got some lines available for you right now. 855-767-3123. three one two three. Eight five five Rose One Two Three. We're talking about the nine different ways people fail in retirement. And I was just gonna ask you, Larry, one of them maybe not on the list, and that is to take care of yourself a little bit before retirement. Says so health is wealth. You know? This is true. <laughs> you gotta, kinda kinda Kind of make sure you stay in a little, you know, in shape or at least get some sort of an exercise program going, watch what you eat. You know, I I always
3: watch what I eat. I see it going right in, Chris. (laughs) Yeah. I'm building my elbow muscles, right?
2: (laughs) My table muscles. No,
3: no. It's very important. You know, there's no doubt about that. Health is, uh, everybody would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, You know, um, and scripture even talks about that too. So, um, uh, you know, just look at God's great handbook, right? Right, and how you eat and how you take care of yourself is so important. Yep, yep, this is true. So, hey, getting back to the eighth reason people fail financially in retirement is the neglecting to plan their estates. Well, what is your estate? I don't have an estate. I just got some stuff, right? No, no, everybody's got an estate. And these are your assets that now and liabilities that you have. So the definition of your gross estate is just that. It's add it all up your assets, your real assets, your intangible assets and subtract out your liabilities, that's your that's your estate right there. And failure to plan their estates, well, what do you mean by planning your estate? You know when you go to heaven, you can't take anything with you, right? So the things that you own here on earth, you need to be able to have a way to transfer them to another entity or a person that's alive, okay? and so things transfer by by title in other words do you jointly own this asset with someone else they transfer by contract okay uh, or they transfer by beneficiary those are pretty much the ways things transfer there so let's take a look at how do we plan our estates well you can you can have things joint tenants with rights of survivorship that's the way most most married people have their assets, their homes, their cars, their investments, bank accounts, things like that. You know, they both own equally 100% of it all the time and if something happens to the other, then, you know, the ownership just remains with the surviving uh person. There's tenants in common, tenants by entirety, and a, and a, and a few other ways that you can title assets. So you want to make sure that that Your assets have a means to transfer to someone else or to another entity, maybe a nonprofit organization. So for some reason, people get all caught up into this is a daunting task. How do we do this and blah, blah, blah. So let's go back to the very beginning, some basic blocking and tackling on this, sort of like what I talked at the top of the show about getting a clear vision of what your retirement life wants to look like. Same scenario here. Just start listing out some of the assets that you own, and then start writing some names next to them, and and who would you like to get what and when and what portion and how. You don't have to worry about all the legalese or do anything like that. You just have to have sort of a a vision that makes you and you and your spouse feel well about who you're leaving assets to and what you're trying to do. Okay, and and you know it, it's an interesting conversation. When you when you get all all the way down to is equal fair should I split things equally is that fair one child makes more than the other child you know how do you balance that out that's all personal preference there's really no um, right or wrong answer when it comes to that but there's a big impediment to to planning your estate and that is intimidation by attorneys and trusts and wills and how do I do this and blah blah blah. Just take out a piece of paper, again, and just write down some of your assets. Write down names. Start drawing lines back and forth. Get the conversation into a few paragraphs. That's all you basically need to get the whole thing started going there. So, hey, we just have a couple minutes left in the show. If you'd like to give us a ring, I'll stay in studio and answer questions, as I usually do. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Don't forget, if you want to get a listing of the nine reasons people fail financially – be happy to to send that out to you just give us a call at 855-ROSE-123 or simply go to my website com. and while you're there don't forget to check out our newsletters and our financial plan we'll be happy to send you out our toolkit as well but neglecting their estates you know there's there's a large number of americans out here that do not have wills and do not have trust and people are under the misimpression that that um or under the wrong impression that you have to be uber wealthy to actually need a will and or a trust. And that is definitely not the case today. Um, there's a lot of different ways through beneficiaries and, and things like that that you can do some basic estate planning and and that you don't need a trust, but sit down with your financial advisor and understand whether or not you need a trust or a will or not. But you definitely don't want to have your assets go through an unnecessary Probate scenario where there's attorney's fees, court cost, and substantial time delays. Um, you want to make sure that things settle easy uh, when when it comes to passing assets onto your heirs, spouse, non-spouse, grandkids, whatever it may be, um, children by non-spouse, and and uh, uh, charities as well. So, I'd be happy to send that information out to you. Again, nine reasons people fail financially was today's show topic. Uh, kind of some you know basics out there, basic blocking and tackling, but information there for people that are young, middle aged, as well as old. We've got to make sure that that uh, our financial house is, is is in you know good working order as far as all that goes. So we've got some calls coming in. I'll go ahead and stay in the studio here. Give us a ring again at eight five five rose one two three. That's eight five five seven six seven three one two three. So for Bob in the back. And Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. The sun will come out sooner or later. We'll be back next Saturday for another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Between now and next Saturday, the 29th, give us a call in the office, 855-ROSE-123. If you want to pick up some of the information we talked about today, we'll be happy to send it out to you. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense.